Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Testudo Talk podcast. I'm Andrew Chodas alongside Colin McNamara. We just saw one of the ugliest displays of, of football uh, one can ever see. But Maryland does prevail, uh, wins 13-10 to 10 off a game-winning field goal from Jack Howes, clinches bowl eligibility for the third straight season. Colin, your initial thoughts, and I don't know how we were able to get through this game while actually focusing it was that ugly. Um. Yeah, just just biggest takeaways is the four-game losing streak is finally over. Uh, we always thought, you know, it has to end at some point, um, but there's always possibility that doesn't with, you know, Rutgers and, and Michigan uh, kind of on deck here. So, you know, just, just good for Maryland football to, to get themselves out of a hole and, you know, hopefully finish the season strong with, you know, a win or two against Rutgers and Michigan. Yeah, for sure. Then for those who didn't watch because the game was only available for streaming on Peacock, which is the whole – Different discussion. I mean, this game from, from from the jump, it was just turnover after turnover, penalty after penalty. There were eight combined turnovers in this game, and that doesn't even include Maryland's uh, two failed fourth down conversions. We kind of just to go through drive by drive of, of how this game started. So the first six drives of the game for, Mel- for Maryland were punt, punt, punt. Two of those got to Nebraska territory, so they came off with zero points in those drives. Um, Nebraska's first three drives, interception, punt, turnover on downs. <laughs> the fourth drive for the teams, Maryland gets on the board late in, late in the first half. Uh, Ty Felton scores a touchdown. And then Nebraska throws another interception. So it was just so ugly from the hop. But once Maryland took that lead, then the game went completely out of hand. Um, it was insane. So Maryland... Up seven to nothing. They're driving at the end of the half. Um, Corey Dyches gets called for a questionable unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. I think there was some pushing and shoving. He had the retaliation. But Maryland took 10 penalties in this game, four of them after the whistle. Uh, I asked Coach Loxley about that post game. He wasn't a fan of the question. Um, but I think it is something that, that they do need to answer because this is a few games in a row now where we've seen that lack of discipline. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, it was just a bunch of miscues is kind of what the game was defined by. It's like somebody would get momentum. Maryland would hit a couple of deep plays. Oh, backed up by a penalty. Then they'd fumble the ball, you know, at the four yard line, Roman Hemby. But luckily, Nebraska was just as bad in the miscues department. Roman Hemby fumbled the ball on the four yard line. Maryland still ended up with the ball at like the 20 yard line because they threw another interception. It was like, it was just back and back, back and forth of just turnovers and turnovers. It was like whoever had the least amount of excuses was going to win this game. And for luckily for Maryland, uh, they had three turnovers compared to Nebraska's five. Yeah. And each of Nebraska's final three drives. So this game was like, it was a, it was a 10, 10 game for, you know, in the, in the fourth quarter and Nebraska's final three drives and it ended in a fumble, an interception and an interception. Um, Maryland forced five Nebraska turnovers. Tarheep still and Dante Trader Jr. Each had two interceptions Starheap still had the biggest one of the game, obviously, after Roman Hemby had the fumble inside the four-yard line, which would have given Maryland, if they scored, the lead late in the game. Nebraska's third-string quarterback, 
Shubba Purdy, how they got that situation. Uh, Nebraska, uh, Nebraska starter Heinrich Harburg initially got injured, then came back, but Matt Rule decided to, to, uh, to rely on Jeff Sims, the backup. He had some success on the ground, but through he finished with zero passing or uh, the exact number. I don't want, I want to get this wrong. He finished with, yes, he finished, he finished with 62 passing yards. Harburg had zero. So he finished with 62 passing yards, two interceptions. Um, but yeah, then the third string quarterback, Trevor Purdy came in, drives Nebraska all the way down in the final, in the final minutes of the game, but then on third and goal throws interception to Tarheeb still and the Maryland uh, drives all the way down the field and uh, and Jack House, Jack House, who had two kicks this game, made both his kicks. Nice to see that for him. Obviously, struggled uh, in the beginning of the season. I know Colin, you wrote a little bit on 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 Jack House, so he he got the game winning field goal from twenty three um, yards out. But yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, Nebraska's offense, their passing offense, is one of the worst in the Big Ten. But you still have to credit Maryland's defense, obviously, to force five turnovers in a game, three turnovers. Um, uh, three turnovers in the in the final three possessions, a couple of a couple of red zone turnovers. Obviously, I mean you have to credit them; they won this game. But it wasn't even like Talia Tagovailoa was Merrill's offense was was bad, right? It was just it was the it was the turnovers. I mean they they drive deep in, into Nebraska territory. The Hemby fumble. They drive deep into ter- well before they could drive deep. Ty Felton ha- has has a fumble as well. Um, so it's just costly turnovers, almost cost the Terps today, but. Fortunate for them, Nebraska's offense was just hard to watch. Um, and Maryland's defense was able to take advantage, create a lot of the big plays that we saw earlier on in the season. But, I mean, yeah, to see Nebraska go go with three quarterbacks, eight turnovers in a game, just crazy. Yeah. And this was 100% Maryland's game to lose. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, their 10 points came off of the two Maryland turnovers. Ty Felton fumbled the ball. Um, they come down, they score a touchdown. They only have, you know, 30 yards to go until the end zone. Then Talia throws an interception. Defense is able to make a stand and, and and just, you know, force a field goal there. But absolutely Maryland's game to lose. If they don't have any turnovers, Nebraska doesn't score a single point. I mean, mm-hmm. that offense wasn't really doing much. And when they did much, they just turned the ball right over. And for those who kind of heard Chubba Purdy, yes, that's the, you know, younger brother of Brock Purdy. So we kind of had a NFL quarterback, younger brother duel here with uh, Tilia Tagovailoa, obviously the brother of Tua, and Chubba Purdy, the the brother of 49ers quarterback Brock. So that was kind of an interesting tidbit that uh, that Brock or Brock's brother, Chubba, got into the game, third string quarterback. You don't see that often. Yeah, no, and we, we talk a lot about the passing game and the quarterback, but we should talk about the rushing game, obviously something that has plagued Maryland for the past few games. They haven't been able to get it going at all. And we saw a lot of that in the first half. Uh, they elected to run the ball just seven times. They got zero net yards, right? So, I mean, look at look at last game against Penn State. They they netted negative yards. They had zero yards uh, going to halftime. But then Josh Gaddis finally decides in the second half, all right, our running game struggling, but we have to put the ball in the hands of Roman Hemby, and they decided to do that. And in the second half, they get 101 rushing yards. And despite the turnovers at the end of drives, that kind of catapulted the offense, right? And, and it gave them some momentum. And even for, for for the next two games, right, to know they do have something in your run game. And they and they 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 had 20 rushing attempts in the second half. They were successful on that. So I think that's a really encouraging sign for Maryland. Right. And this has kind of been talked a lot throughout the last couple of weeks when, when Maryland struggled to run the ball. It's Loxley, you know, being asked to pressers. Am I supposed to run the ball more? Do you guys know if running the ball more actually helps you win? Kind of jokingly asking reporters that. 
Um, but just kind of to see them running the ball more in the second half and then actually leading to success, hopefully they kind of lean on that more because obviously Roman Hemby's having a down year from what he had last year. So it, it'd be nice to see them kind of rely on that more because it is a more kind of consistent uh, piece of, of offense is is running is the running game. I know the, you know, the offensive line hasn't necessarily been great this year, but you still kind of have to, to rely on that if you want to win football games, especially in the Big Ten where kind of running the ball is so important. Yeah, and I, I know you mentioned this before, but obviously snapping the four-game losing streak, it's, it's, it's a huge it's a huge confidence boost for this team, no matter how ugly, ugly the win is. But when you look at your next two opponents, right, obviously Rutgers is playing really good football, and then you go against Michigan, who just defeated Penn State without with, with, uh, with, uh, without Harbaugh. Michigan is, you know, they're, they're in line to make the college football playoff. It's all going to come down to the, to the game versus Ohio State. And when you look what Maryland did today, for me, the most concerning part is what happened in the red zone. They had five, they had five trips to the red zone. They came away with just 13 points and had two turnovers. If you do that against Michigan and right now even Rutgers, you're not going to win the game and you're going to lose in, I think, convincing fashion. You have to take advantage of your opportunities and they're not doing that. And I think that that's, that's so damaging uh, for Maryland because they're getting yards. I mean, they, they, they finished with almost 400 yards on the afternoon. We, we see they have five trips to the red zone. So they have opportunities to score, and they had so many opportunities to go ahead, but they keep on hurting themselves, right? It's 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 it's, it's the three turnovers. It's the two failed fourth down conversions. Um, but, again, they got the win. They're ball eligible for the third trade season. So that is the main takeaway. But for me, I think there's just a lot more concerns that come out of this game than there are positives. Right. Yeah. And kind of to call back to the the red zone struggles, it's kind of a reminder of their game against Ohio State where it's they get the ball into opponent territory inside, you know, the 30 yard line. And then either they turn the ball over or they don't get it on a on a fourth down and short. You know, it seems just like that Maryland cannot consistently find a play that they can, you know, pick up a fourth and two, a fourth and one. It always seems it's either an incomplete pass that nobody's open on. Or they hand the ball off to Antoine Littleton, he gets stuffed. I, it's- I wait, I not not to interrupt, but for the life of me, I cannot understand the Antoine Littleton rush out of shotgun. They've done that at least three or four times on fourth down this season, oh. and instead of either going, you know, just a QB sneak or or just or just a traditional a, a traditional run, they decide to go to their backup running back and they go out of the shotgun. So you're putting yourself already three yards behind the sticks. And they're not getting it. It makes that play makes no sense to me. And they keep on relying on it. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to put that out there. No. Yeah. That's we, we, this is the same play that we've called upon and criticized them for you know, over a month ago against Ohio state. And they still continue to go back to it no matter how many times it doesn't work. And it takes momentum away. That's the other thing. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, at the end of the day, like, like you said, you need to snap this four game winning streak doesn't really matter how it came. It, it needed to be done. Bowl eligibility. This was the yeah. best chance you had for the remaining remaining of the season with you know Rutgers standing at six and three. They have a a game against Iowa today, big game. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. But then Michigan, you know, the number two ranked team in the country. I mean, that's a, a, a quite quite the tall task along with Rutgers at Rutgers. So this is kind of the game you need to win, and Maryland did that. Let's have some fun here. Obviously, this game, 13 to 10, eight combined turnovers. Do you think there's going to be more or more or less points scored in the Rutgers Iowa game than there was in this game? I'm going to go with more. It's it's it's, it's really hard to beat less than 23 points like total. I know, I know it's Iowa, but 
I mean, I, 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 I still think it, it, it's hard. I mean, we, we were predicting in the, in the preview a low scoring game, and my low scoring game was twenty to seventeen. Your low scoring game was twenty three to fourteen, and I mean that's what we thought the low scoring game was going to be, and it's even lower than that. But 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 even still, those scores, those scores should have it should have been closer to those scores because it's it's the turnovers in the red zone, and it's the right. and it's the fumbles, and it's the penalties, and it's just you have you're driving, have the opportunity to score, and then it's just the self inflicted wounds. Um, I, I know Mike Loxley said in his presser that he's going to go to the he was going to go to the Big Ten and, and share some of the or the film of the calls he he didn't agree with. So obviously, a little, a little excuse there, but I think in general you you can't be committing ten penalties for um, for after the whistle. I think something else we didn't touch on, which uh, which we probably should, um, was that uh, was that Colton Spengler uh, was uh, was injured. He wasn't able to punt in uh in this game but maryland did rely on its backup on its backup hunter and he played really 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 well um he pinned the huskers inside their own 10 10 yard line twice uh brendan zagovia so i think when the availability report came out it looked like spengler was questionable and now this backup hunter comes in and he's excellent all, all three of his punts are inside the 20 um pins them in, in, inside inside the 10 twice so again just it's it's that it's kind of a next man up mentality which also helped the terps today right yeah and that's kind of a, a thing to look for in the future with you know colton being a senior and all um but colton was still on the field he still made an appearance on the field he was the one holding for the jack house field goal so that consistency was still there he wasn't too banged up to not be able to do that i mean you know we can laugh but i mean spe- special teams were were absolutely huge in this game i mean segovia you know pinning a really struggling nebraska offense who wasn't really able to generate anything Jack House hits both of his field goals. He 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 nets he nets the game winner. So you never know where the most important plays are going to come from. And today, some of those came from Maryland special teams, kind of an unlikely source. But again, instant reaction. So obviously, we're might be overreacting a little bit. But Maryland is able to prevail against against Nebraska despite a really ugly performance by both teams. Wins thirteen to ten and is ball eligible for the third straight season. Uh, thank you for listening to the Testudo Talk podcast. We'll be back next week. Uh, I don't know if Colin will be. I think Emmett Siegel, he might be subbing in. But either way, uh, thank you for tuning in. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.